This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. And we have returned a smidge late today. Oh, yes. A smidge late today. Whoopsie. I feel like we're going to be about three minutes late on show today. Oh, that's fine. The three minutes won't ruin your lives. No, you'll be all right. <laughs> it's a free show. <laughs> there is no refund to be made here. No, we appreciate you being here. Six o'clock club, what's up? Text us, 410-583-1065. This is anybody in Maryland that's awake first thing in the morning. You're a very specific breed of people. Mm-hmm. Everybody else gets to wake up, the sun's coming up, everything. Like, we're out here in the world, dark as hell. Mm-hmm. So what's up? Say good morning. 410-583-1065. Kenny from PA is here. Happy Monday to Jess R. from Westminster. Our friend Veronica in San Diego. Good morning. Stephanie Lynn. Terrence. Kelly and Art in New Windsor. Good morning. Uh, who else is up with us? Uh, our friend in Queenstown is here. Shades. Leah. Uh, Leah from Pikesville. Beautiful Beverly. Clever Kevin. Good morning. Christine. Um, happy birthday to Clever Kevin's wife, Christine. Yeah. Stacy in Port Deposit. Rhonda in Pasadena. Lou and Glen Burnie. Lisa, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. And our neighbors, Jay from Glen Burnie. Drew from Precise Performance. Mama McJam in Elkton. And Hope Adope. Happy Monday. The reason we have the 6 o'clock club is because we can only relate to certain things. And I know this will be 1,000% relatable. Why in the world? When you wake up in the middle of the night, say one... To midnight, whatever. Because most of us go to bed probably pretty early if you're on that normal 6 a.m. schedule that we are. I can never go back to bed. Tell me why, though. When that alarm goes off at 4 a.m., mm-hmm. I could sleep for an eternity after that. Yeah. I could sleep for an eternity. My brain woke up at like 1.30 this morning. Mm-hmm. I was up till probably 3. You stayed up after yep. that? Couldn't fall back asleep. It's terrible. Alarm went off at four. Could not keep my eyes open. Terrible. No, I'm not usually a snoozer. And what I'm do like, you do? Do you just like lay there or you like go on your phone? That's, so that's what I do. So I, I give it like about 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes of trying to go back to bed. And then I start going crazy. Like I literally start going crazy. So I, like, then I get on my phone and just try to it's mess over. around. Yeah. It's over. I, I give up. But then tell me why. Why does our brain know it's like Because you know like you have to it. go do stuff. Ugh. That's what it is. Don't you wish you could just tell your brain, like, just chill. Just, just, just chill. Just chill. Like, you're not going to be able to do this later. Yeah. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. 
number three. With the playoff spot already assured, Ravens coach Harbaugh rested several starters and went with undrafted rookie Anthony Brown to start as quarterback in a 27-16 loss to Cincinnati yesterday, ensuring that the Bengals will see somewhat of a different team when the Ravens return to Cincinnati this weekend for the wild card round. The Ravens have finished the regular season with a 10-7 and record. Baltimore is locked into the sixth seed, and we will take on the Bengals this Sunday night at 8.15 p.m. for the first round of the playoffs. How did you feel the game went yesterday? I mean, it was it was really bad in the beginning, and you thought we had a chance at the end. I think also, too, we already secured our spot in the playoffs. So. And I'm not mad at him. I think like when I was looking more into it, he, just, he didn't want them to know exactly what we were going to do this Sunday, so it made sense that... You know, we were missing some of our key players. Okay, makes sense. Number two. Oscar Mayer is recruiting the next class of drivers for its iconic Wienermobile. So if this is, if you want to do this, listen up. The year-long hot dog gig is available for recent college graduates. Each driver selected will visit over 20 states, travel more than 200,000 miles, and serve as a spokesperson at over 200 events. And there's a total of 12 open spots for 2023. So if you're interested, you have until January 31st to apply online at OscarMeyer.com. How long will that thing be a thing, you think? It feels like forever. We're still doing it. Like, does anybody in our generation care about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Like, I, like this story makes me smile because it's like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But like, do I, like, will, will, will our kids care about this? Like, will they give a damn as a giant hot dog driving down the street? It used to be novel because there was, like, black and white television. Yeah. Like, how long will we be like, no wait I mean, now. everyone was freaking out when they were when they came here last no, year. No, I know. You know I what I mean? I like, just, people show up. It's just funny how some things will fade away and they don't make sense after a while. I'm just, I'm wondering when the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I don't think ever, I don't think seeing a hot dog on wheels will ever get old. I think it's just fun. I think as long as it's called the Wienermobile, you can't help but, like, put a smile on your face. Yeah. Number one. Avatar. The Way of the Water grossed $45 million this weekend and is continuing to dominate the box office. And after only four weeks of release, The Way of the Water has grossed $517 million in North America and $1.19 billion overseas. And now the James Cameron film has grossed $1.7 billion at the global box office, making it the seventh highest grossing movie in film history. To be honest with you, Jess and I just had the worst exchange we've ever had in our eight years of friendship off the air. To you. <laughs> You're still, like, I mean, apparently this is a massive deal to you. I don't know why that felt so uncomfortable to me. Okay. Well, Jess mentioned that she, I don't usually know what's going to happen in these until, you know, that we, Jess tells them to, to all of us. And she said that there was going to be an Avatar story coming up. I said, hey, guess what? I just saw Avatar for the first, the original for the first time this weekend. And I said, nice. <laughs> like, what else did you want and, from and me at six? 14 that in the felt morning. so underwhelming to me. I don't know, I don't know what You know, I haven't seen Avatar. Me. You know, I have no interest in seeing Avatar. Right. What would you have liked me to say after you told me that you saw a movie from 2009? Let me give you a <laughs> Tell me what you wanted. Let me give you a 14-year too late movie review of Avatar. Okay. You should watch it. It's good. <laughs> I am more annoyed than I was a few minutes ago. This is Jess, and that was your top three. All right, this story is probably going to scare the crap out of you, and it should. Because if this doesn't happen to you, there's a good chance this could happen to your parents. So pay really close attention as we get into today's PA So Cray Cray. All right, number one. This is a Maryland-based morning show. And we've always had this rivalry of sorts with a state to our north 
called Pennsylvania. And they're good people. Nothing wrong with people in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Why do they have their own segment, Jess? Because things over there happen to be just really random and weird. Because this is said with love. We love our neighbors in PA. But things over there just sometimes are just like bizarre. <laughs> like what? They're making national headlines all the time for weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Florida always weird as hell. But I would say that the Florida of the North is absolutely Pennsylvania because mm-hmm. why is that the stories we're hearing? And they're not that far from us. Like, what's happening? Alright, this story actually is pretty scary. There's this guy up in Philly that he's 77. This is the reason I say it. 77 years old. And he goes to get a car wash, right? So he takes his Toyota Camry last Tuesday. And from the security camera footage, what it looks like happened is He's driving into the car wash like you would at a regular gas station. And instead of hitting the brake, he hits the gas. Okay. But he hits the gas for a very long time. So what happens is once he enters into the tunnel, his car literally flips upside down. What the? So now there's a 77-year-old man that's stuck inside of a car wash. No. Real, real news story. Listen. In the video, you see the driver pay at the Wave car wash on Bethlehem Pike and Colmar. But once inside the car wash, the driver hits the gas, causing the vehicle to accelerate and crash into a part of the cleaning equipment. Yeah. It then overturns. The driver, suffering an injury to his leg. It took him 90 minutes, by the way, to get this guy out of the car wash. No. 90 minutes. I put this story. Did you see the video? Here, watch the video. I put the video because it's like something you have to go see. You're like, how did this happen? Like, how did this happen to this man? If you go to Kramer and Jess on Instagram, and by the way, you should shoot us a follow while you're there. Oh, God. His door's open. Like, literally. Like, how did that happen? Oh, my God. I just don't understand how in the world. Oh, no. I think it's probably a better video segment than it is radio segment. I think it, it it feels like he was trying to pay at the same time, and he wasn't paying attention. Like, he was, like, that's he was like leaning out of his car. There was just, like. But then he enters into the, like, tur- makes a turn into the tunnel. Yeah. And then he flips. Like, I don't I don't know how this happened. That's but terrifying. honestly, here's the reason I say it's scary is because, you know, my parents are getting up towards this age. Mm-hmm. Could this have been my dad, my mom? Listen, it's a video you've got to go see. It's at Kramer and Jess. It's on our Insta story right now. At Kramer and Jess, at Kramer and Jess. Don't you think that Christmas decorations should stay up till the end of January? <laughs> no, absolutely not. But explain your theory. I have Christmas depression. It's literally the realest thing. And, and what I, is Christmas depression? So Christmas depression is when someone forces you to take down decorations when you're not ready. And basically just like ripping your heart out. Trouble in paradise over here? Yeah. <laughs> and Re- I'm not the only one. Rethinking your decision? <laughs> I'm not the only one that has this because when I talked about this on Instagram yesterday... So many people messaged me and were like, I'm going through the same thing. I'm having a hard time. Like, I'm so sad today. So, in your situation. So, Garage Boy, my fiance, is basically, he just doesn't, he hates me. And (laughs) he told you. He was like, we need to take the Christmas decorations down. And I was like, no, I don't want to. Like, yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. And I was just like, why can't they just stay up through the rest of the month, you know? And he was just like, it's time to take them down. Like, 
Let's do this. And I was forced, tear by tear, ripping down ornament by ornament, putting them away when I wasn't ready. This is what I was fearful of. Because Jess, for the first time in her life, had a faux Christmas tree this year. Exactly. And that bad boy can last for eternity. Yeah. And so I even thought, I didn't talk about this earlier, but I thought, because in Jess's soul, it's Christmas 24-7, 365. Yeah. Like you would leave that thing up way beyond the necessary time that most humans are taking it down. If right? it still looks perfect and everything's fine, it's not making a mess. I just feel, you, like, you feel like, can't you- we celebrate the holidays through January? Like Christmas, New Year's, I feel like January, the whole month can be Feels Christmassy to you? the process of the holidays, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> can I tell you? So I didn't put Christmas decorations up because, I, number one, I don't like that feeling. It's sad when you finally got to like it come is back to reality. It's sad. It's very My sad. My house is so plain and I hate yeah. looking at it. How boring do your walls and your whole house look right now? Terrible, Darkness. Right? Yeah. Sadness has come upon you. I, so I get it. I get the feeling. I, did, I wanted to avoid that. Didn't put anything up this year. But I went to my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So we celebrate Christmas Day. I'll be damned if it wasn't 10 a.m. on the 26th of December. We had all those, everything taken down. You're lying. Every last thing. Do you all got, of you do it together? Oh, yeah. It's got to come down. That's ter- down. That's the worst thing I've ever you, heard you gotta in my entire on. life. You got to move on with your life. What you do you gotta, mean? You got to move on with your life. No. I feel like adults that keep up Christmas decorations past the first weekend of January, which you're now beyond. Like, I, if you ask me when's the right time... For decorations, let me look at my calendar so I get an exact date on this. I would say if your decorations weren't down by, yeah, the the new year, January the 1st, which would have been last Sunday. That's the worst thing that I've ever heard. That's I, terrible. I think you're one of those people that just likes to deny reality. I'm not. I would just like to enjoy it. I think it takes time. I think when you push someone to deal with something... I think everyone is on their own. Like, why do you get to pick the timeline not, not of when I'm going through my grief? No, no, one no, no, no. You're grieving the holidays. I think there's a, you deserve a amount okay. of time to grieve and then prepare yourself for the new year. I don't know if we calls on this, but let's try. Because I don't think anyone actually still has their holiday decorations up. But if you do, like, when is your plan? When, when do you plan to come back to reality with the rest of us? I feel like Christmas depression is ignored and never has a voice, and I feel like we need to do that today. Dawn, you still have your holiday decorations up? I, ha- I have so much of my holiday decorations up because I agree with that 100%. Everything is so rushed. We have Thanksgiving and, you know, Christmas and Christmas Eve and New Year's and New Year's Eve. And, and then it's just like, and then it's just over? Exactly. <laughs> Well, when did you wait? When did you put your decorations up? When did they go up in the first place? Oh, my decorations go up the day after Thanksgiving. Like that night, the Christmas tree is in the living room floor waiting. You had them for thirty days. No, but it's different. No, it's different. Enough. It's not enough because no, I get Don's point because you're so busy doing things yeah. that you don't even get to enjoy them. You don't. So then, and when? honestly, I I'm like not a knickknacker. Like I'm a modern girl. I don't like the knickknacks. But at Christmas time, all the knickknacks come out, and everyone's like, "This is so homey." Your house looks so warm and comfy, and I'm like, I know. And then at the end, it's cold and sad. It's so sad. All the lights are gone. It's all dark. Mm, that's the worst. <laughs> so then, in your theory, like, when will yours come down? Then, like, you've got to give up eventually. Oh, I am going to hang on. I, I agree with Jess. I don't let my husband rush me. Um, he doesn't seem to mind. And when it feels right, I will take the rest of them down. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a date on that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you, what do, you, what do you? 
propose? What do you think it may be mm, at this okay, point? I'll how say you're feeling? By the end of the month, wow. I will probably have it all put away because that's wild. I feel like Don should be my friend. Be there. <laughs> like, yeah, we're the same. Like that's just that's. A, uh, Why did I listen to Garage Boy anyways? I, I don't know, right? What the hell am I thinking? You, you got to question these kind of things where you get married. Is this the oh, life you want? This will be the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Jess breaks up over Christmas decorations. The first and only time I let him win. Thanks, Don. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Uh, this is Danny on three from Annapolis. Hello, Danny. Hey, you how still, are you? Good morning. Oh, oh good morning. Uh, how you still have your holiday de- decorations up? Yeah. Well, not my holiday. I have what I call a winter tree, and oh. it's one of those trees that has the faux snow on it. Okay. And what I do is I stick like faux berries and pine cones in it, and I leave that up till the end of February because it's winter, and I have a winter tree. Exactly. So it still gives me that little bit of. Christmas and that just there's nothing more pretty to me than sitting there with all the lights off, the lights on the tree at night, and it's just peaceful and pretty and all's right with the world. It's winter decor. It just sounds like you're holding on. Like you're trying to make a you're trying to make it happen. It sounds like it's decorations for her home. With a winter tree. I love winter. I love the snow. I know I'm going to get hate for this, but, you know, I just, it's the season. So, so I leave up, winter's the season, so exactly. I leave up my winter tree. Yeah. So when, then when does the winter tree come down? The end of February. Wow, you'll have you'll That have makes sense. And then February. it's time for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it's time for St. Patrick's Day. It's time for spring. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Daniel from White Marsh. So what is our dilemma today? Do you think stepkids are ever really considered your kids? Uh, I would hope I, so. I, I, yeah. Well, why Why do you ask? So, I got married in September. and Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I already have two sons. Mm-hmm. One's eight and one's nine. And my wife has a 13-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I consider her my daughter. And um, we're all great. <laughs> so, what happened was, on Christmas, we went to my parents' house. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And my sister and her daughter were there, and everybody exchanged presents, except that my sister conspicuously did not give my new stepdaughter a present. And Aww. thinking it's an oversight, you know, I brought it up with her later, and she straight up was like, that is not your real daughter. I don't consider her my niece. I'm wow. not gonna. I'm not gonna be buying her presents. How wow. old is she, by the way? How old is your stepdaughter? My stepdaughter is thirteen. Okay. That's some. That's a very impressionable age to like be purposely left out of something. Yeah. So, so this. Like, why? Why do you think? Why do you think there was such like animosity? Is there anything that happened between your your wife and her, or is this? Well, now, before that, no. It's just more that my sister's, you know, she's been married for a long time, and she's kind of a traditionalist. Oh. She considers, like, that the so family. You, you have the scarlet letter on your back because you're, you're yeah. the divorced one. Oh. Yeah, I got divorced, wow. and I got remarried, and I'm bringing this new wife into the family. And so so where where is your wife's head at right now since that happened? She's pissed. She, you know, she's like... We're a family, you know. My sons are. She considers them her sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're her stepsons. I consider my stepdaughter my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also don't want to like impose my like feelings on my sister. You know, like because technically she's right. So I'm not really sure. Oh, you know, I'm not really sure. I don't want to make her feel a certain way that she doesn't feel. Right, right. Well, uh, happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's how it seems to go sometimes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's get some phone calls. 410-583-1065. I mean, when someone gets married, should you consider the stepkids like part of the immediate family? Are you on the other side being like, not technically, no. Oh like, that's God. not really part of like, they, they, he wasn't there when she was born. That's not her real dad. That's not, you know, the, the sister has no obligation to buy it for this other child. That's not really... You know, blood related at all. Do you think his sister was in the wrong for not getting the gift? 410 583 1065. Thoughts? I think that is so rude of your sister. Like, I can't believe that she did that, especially on Christmas. And it felt very, like, vindictive. Like, she was purposely trying to leave your daughter out. Like, I know you say she's your stepdaughter, but. I mean, to me, it's like if you're a blended family, like that's your daughter. There doesn't even need to be a step in front of that. And I would hope that your family would be welcoming and treat them and treat her. So you think sister's in the wrong? Yeah. I can't believe she did that. I, I agree. I think sister's in the wrong. But to play her side for a second, like if somebody, so as you know, as, as a 39 and a half year old, I refuse to say 40 yet. Stop in um, a half. <laughs> I, I literally will, I know the feeling here. It does get really tricky when you start to blend family of like what's coming in, what's going out, who's really considered part of this, who's not. Uh, so I can I see the trickiness in this. And there may be some people that literally sit back and say, that's not your real kid. There should be no obligation for your sister to feel like but, but she this has isn't to provide a, this that to somebody else. This isn't a girlfriend. This is his wife. They're married. They're a family. 410-583-1065. Like, was his sister in the wrong? Danielle from Edgewood, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Do you think the sister was in the wrong for, for not having the holiday gift for the for the stepchild? Uh, no. No. No way is she wrong. How it, so? Because I'm having a hard time seeing that perspective this morning. Well, because the stepkids are not really her kids. I, I'm a stepmom. I, I have a stepson. Okay. But he's not mine. You see what I'm saying? 
So I don't I don't buy him gifts. I I'm his his dad's wife. So even I, though you guys are married, so you guys are fully married, right? Yes. And you don't look at his son from a previous marriage as your actual child? No, it's it, not. He's he's not my blood. I, I didn't have him. I have nothing to do with him. I mean, he has a mom. I'm not his mom. I'm his dad's wife. So, absolutely, the sister's not wrong in any way. So, do you have, do you have do you have biological children? Yeah, I do. So, I and, do. And, and you provide them with with gifts and and love and support and everything else. Absolutely. But, but absolutely, they're my kids. I had them. They're my blood. Yes, my kids are my kids. But you, and I love them. But your stepson, you you just you're basically just roommates with. It sounds like at this point. I, if you want to call it that, sure. But he's not mine. Yeah, he, I didn't have him. I mean, is that <sighs> how's your relationship with him? How do you guys get along? He's fine. You know, he's a kid, but he's not my kid. I mean, you know, he's, he's a good kid, but it, I, he doesn't belong to me. Mm, kids are not your real kids. Okay. They're just kids okay. of the one you're married to. Do Do you feel like most step-parents feel this way? Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody feels this way. They're probably not going to talk about it and admit it, but, it, but it's the truth. Everybody feels this way. Oh, okay. For sure. All right. Well, thank you for calling us. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. 410-583-1065. This is uh, Paigey from Baltimore City. Hey, Paigey, good morning. Good morning. What What do you think? I mean, are stepkids, should they be considered part of the family once you marry somebody else? Yes, I feel like they should be considered a part of the family. I don't think that it is fair to isolate a child just because that is not that because they are not kin, that's when a lot of underlying issues come up. And considering the fact that he is married and um, he should put his wife first and he definitely should consider her feelings. So technically, like he said, yeah, she's, you know, her, the daughter is not his child, but that's still definitely wrong to not include her or make her feel welcome. Are because you, now... Are you- Say it again. So are you are you a stepmom? I used to be okay. a stepmom. And so did you and consider that child as your own? Because it sounds like the one we just talked to is kind of like, listen, absolutely. it ain't my blood, it ain't my problem kind of thing. No, I never said that. That wasn't me. No, the woman before that you said but that. Did you, no, but yeah. did, you oh, ever, yeah. did you ever feel that way? Because the, the woman we just had on the phone was basically no. saying step parents actually feel that. They're just never going to admit Mm-mm. that. Do you agree with that? No, not all step parents feel that way. And I don't appreciate her for putting everybody in the same bubble as how she feels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, let, let that be known. Um, I treated my ex. Just is ex's daughter, just like she was mine, and I've been in her life since she was about four and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, years later, now that we're not, you know, together, I still don't treat her any different. Okay. And anytime I went and got my daughter something, she got something. We go and get hair and everything done. Yeah. Even though she has a mom, that is still that it's like a blended family. You can't just oh, that's not my blood. That's okay. very disrespectful and. That's kind of some morals that you shouldn't even be in a marriage. Just be by yourself See, or just date. That's how it's so from from the outside point of view. That's how it feels too. Lauren from Baltimore, do you agree with that theory? Um, I think that Cinderella's stepmom that was just on is 
completely wrong. I don't know where she came from. I don't know what CPS needs to go get her kids and her stepkids. But are you kidding me? So, they are innocent children. If, if you just tuned in, we had a woman that called in just to, to give her opinion on the topic and said that I'm a stepmom and I don't treat my now husband's child the same way I treat my child. And she went on to say that the majority of step parents actually feel that way, but they're just not going to verbally admit that out loud to you. Yeah. So Lord, when you hear that, like what do you, you completely disagree then? I completely disagree. I didn't need my stepfather to tell me he didn't like me. I knew just by his actions, by the fact that he treated his daughters better than me. I did not ask to be living in his house. I did not ask for my mom to be part of his family. Okay. But I was. Well, then wait a minute. So going back to to her statement of step-parents feeling this way, it sounds like possibly in your situation, is that how your stepdad treated you? Oh, yeah, and he's dead now, and I'm happy about it. Oh, wow. Well, I mean... (laughs) He was a bad guy. (laughs) I I can't see why you wouldn't feel that way. That'd be super frustrating. And it's heartbreaking to hear, honestly. Yeah. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. This is... Angie Angie. from Rosedale. Hey, Angie, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going, guys? We're good. Do you agree that should should stepkids be considered, like, full blood when it comes to somebody's family? Absolutely. If you got a heart, you know, I mean, it's just absolutely be a caring person. My, my family always treated my stepkids like they were mine. And they're grown now, and my family still gives them gifts. I mean, I get the grandkids' gifts and everything. I just, if you're going to have that commitment, you need to have a heart, and and everybody needs to be on the same page. Because mm-hmm. that other woman that called in, she was awful, heartless. We don't feel that way because we're have, we have hearts. We are human beings. So you you, you have step. You need to be a caring, loving person. That one was awful to call it in a couple times ago. <laughs> you, you have so you have stepkids. Yes, I do. And how, you, you, how long have you been a stepmother? For twenty years, I've been a stepmom. Mm-hmm. And you one hundred percent feel and act as those kids are your own blood. Yep, go to the games. I went to the baseball games, the soccer games. I went to them all. The field trips, everything. Has your family always treated them like they're your own? Since day one. Okay. Since day one. All right. And you would expect them to. If they didn't, how would that go down with you? Well, you know what? Then we probably wouldn't show up anymore because <laughs> I just, because my family's, we're, we're Italian Catholic and we're very um, loving hearted people. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't expect anything less from my family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're such good people. It's, you know, it's good to hear that. Thank you for Thank calling you. us. Well, thank you guys. I love listening to you all every day. Have a great day. Oh, you, too. you too. Thanks. You seem kind of triggered. Yeah. Am I getting that vibe? Uh huh. I wasn't expecting to have this like PTSD reaction to this, but it's it's making me uncomfortable and like a little upset. So why is this bothering you? So when my parents were divorced and dating other people, my dad had this girlfriend and she had a daughter and she was so blatantly mean to me. Not in front of him, of course, Mm -hmm. but whenever I I was with her by myself, it was so obvious and I would remember multiple times. um, This one time in particular, I went shopping with her and her daughter and she got her daughter something and she's blatantly told me i'm not getting you anything so so stop looking so, so she bought her daughter things but she, you she was like you're right. that's like that's like cinderella and it was so and i i mean i was so young i think like maybe six or seven at the time yeah and it was so 
hurtful. And like, I mean, still just hearing these stories and when that stepmom was talking about her stepson that way, I mean, just it like it brought up things that I thought I got over, but apparently not. I think in this conversation, I'm the most disappointed to hear the amount. I didn't think, I mean, I thought most people would disagree with the sister, but I was kind of sad with the amount of people that agreed. It wasn't a huge majority, but way more than I thought it was going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's, it's a kid. Love a kid. Just yeah. love a kid. Just love a kid. Buy a freaking gift. Buy something at the mall. It's not going to kill you. Even if you don't even want to mentally conceptualize that as your own, it's your now responsibility totally. as a step-parent. Now. Now. Three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. All right. Hopefully much brighter news. Yeah? No? Okay. Number three. A woman attempted to pack a four-foot snake on a plane as an emotional support animal. This is a completely true story, by the way. The TSA says their latest bizarre discovery at the security checkpoint was a small boa constrictor. The four-foot snake named Bartholomew was found coiled up in a woman's carry-on bag at the Tampa International Airport after passing through the x-ray machine. It was non-venomous, but TSA contacted the airline, and they said that she was not allowed to bring the snake on the plane. Okay, I know it feels eerie, but, like, who are you to say? Who are you to say? Are you kidding? If somebody brought on a a tiny dog instead of his emotional support, you wouldn't think twice. You think, so you think she should have been able to bring the snake on the plane? I think rules should should be rules. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. 100%. Would would I do it? No. You let me know next time. (laughs) You you let me know next time that happens to you, your next trip to Florida and how that goes down with you. Number two. With playoff spot already assured, Ravens coach Harbaugh rested several starters and went with undrafted rookie Anthony Brown to start as quarterback in a 27-16 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday, ensuring that the Bengals will see somewhat of a different team when the Ravens return to Cincinnati this weekend for the wild card round. So the Ravens have finished the regular season with the 10-7 and 7 record, Baltimore is locked into the sixth seed and will take on the Bengals Sunday night at 8.15 p.m. for the first round of the playoffs. Jess is the newest, biggest Ravens fan. I say. Your, in the last two years, absolutely. Your thoughts on the game yesterday? You know, it wasn't our best, but... I mean, we were in the playoffs, so didn't really matter. I mean, it's like seeds to get degrees. It's it's annoying because it was, you know, it's like a big division game, so obviously we want the W. But I'm not mad that we're kind of holding in some secrets, so you know they're going to be surprised this Sunday. Number one. Eminem and 50 Cent are developing an eight-mile TV series. In a recent interview, 50 Cent confirmed that Eight Mile will be adapted for the small screen based on the 2002 film on Eminem's life, and the TV show would expand on things that they really couldn't expand on in the movie. The show will do its best to replicate the essence of Eight Mile, but 50 Cent says he's definitely putting a twist on it. Take a listen. It's a modern version. It's like, think... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the new version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So Fresh Prince of Bel-Air meets 8 Mile? I don't see why not. I don't hate it. Yeah. Like Before you described it, I was feeling kind of mean about it, but I really liked the way they did the new Fresh Prince. It felt very authentic. Mm-hmm. And... I don't see why we couldn't get into it still. I'm curious I'm, to I'm see not, how this is going to turn out. I'm yeah. not opposed to it. So wait and see more details on that. This is Jess, and that was your top three. I mean, how would you feel if you went home to your childhood home, and you walked in, and there's a camera in your bedroom? 
<laughs> like, how how would that make your relationship with your parents? We're going to do our Talk Me Out of It updates. Uh, take us back to Thursday's show, Jess. Anonymous was considering putting up these this fake camera that she had already got to put up in her son's room to make sure that he wasn't sleeping with his girlfriend. He's 22 years old, but she has a no sex rule in her house. And she just didn't trust him while she was away on her anniversary trip. And he was back at home watching their dogs. Let me get her back on. Hello, Anonymous. Hi, how are you? We're good. How was the how was the anniversary? Everything you thought it'd be? Yeah, it was wonderful. We had a really great time. Good, really good. Well, again, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. So, did you put out the fake camera? Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I had mean, a feeling we, that was the answer. We thought so. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shocked by that part, but now I guess I've got to, I, we got to figure out how things went from there. So take us, tell us the story. Well, it was kind of a double-edged sword because um, my, you know, nothing was said when, when you know, when we got back. Um, and then um, the next morning, my son called me up and he said, Mom, I just want to tell you something. He said, I got a confession to make. And I said, yeah, go ahead. And he goes, Sarah and I have been having sex. Aww. I was like, what? Yes. And he said, and we were going to have sex in my bedroom. He <laughs> said, but when I saw that hokey pokey fake camera that you installed in my room and went and put screws in the ceiling just to get your point across. Oh, I wait, thought, you wow. hung this thing? I screwed it into the ceiling. I thought it was like uh, I thought it was like uh, like it sits on the, like the dresser or something. You put holes in the ceiling for this thing? Well, yeah, there were just little screw holes, but you know, and, and I, my son knows how I am about you know everything being perfect and neat and whatever. Yeah. And he said for me to go to all that trouble and to, you know, he said the thought of him you know seeing me get up on a ladder to do that and put holes in the ceiling that I must really, really, really you know. You know, want to stick to my values, and he respected that and honored that. And so wow. he said to me, "We so, didn't do it." So then, so then I said, "Oh, that's so sweet." He goes, "Yeah, we just went over to her place and did it." And I was like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> no, I'm dead. No, he I didn't need to tell dead. you that. I'm dead. He did not need to say that to you. <laughs> I know, but. I, I also I'm sorry. Honesty. I also promote honesty in my home, so there's your honesty. Okay. No, okay. I'm mad at him for you. I'm sorry. Hang he on. He should have left that part out. He was being petty. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. So how 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 are we feeling today, Mom? How are we feeling about this? I'm not I'm not sad that I did it. At least at least I didn't. They didn't have sex under my roof. So that's <laughs> that's true. You yeah. did listen to that part. You're you're surprised you're surprised that they that they were intimate with with one another just just in general that 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 did surprise you. You know, I was a virgin when I got married at 25, so okay. I didn't think anything was weird with it. Okay. But you know, okay, it's maybe it maybe a smidge different. But listen, here's what we say: it's your house. Yeah. If you want to put a fake camera up, you put a fake camera up, and you did it, and it kind of prevented. It, yeah, what you didn't want to happen under your roof didn't happen. So I guess that's. That's kind of the, the, the positive here. Um, well, listen, um, <laughs> it's not, not mm. what we were expecting. But thank you again for, for sharing a, your story with us. And, and again, happy anniversary. And thanks for your, thanks for your input and opinion. <laughs> I appreciated them. Two things guaranteed in life. Number one, your taxes will for sure go up in the state of Maryland. Absolutely. The other thing is guaranteed in life is change. It's always going to happen. And I'm terrible at it. And you may feel the same way, and hopefully this segment helps with that. It is time for our very first 
Mom's Monday motivation for the year. All the way from Georgia, let me get my mom on. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. My mom and I have a host of podcasts together, by the way, which I know sounds crazy, but it's true. Uh, it's called Certified Mama's Boy. You can get that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But for the radio show, it's time for Mom's Monday Motivation. So what do we got for today, Mom? Okay, it's from the great philosopher Socrates. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know how much energy it takes when we just keep rehashing what has been, what could have been, what should have been, mm-hmm. instead of thinking about what we want it to be, what, what we want our lives to be, yeah. and putting our energy towards that. Mm-hmm. It's true. What happened last year happened last year. Now, this is not the easiest thing it's to gone. say. Sometimes I hate hearing these kind of things because I, I, I think that people hear these kind of quotes and they're like, okay, cool, I'm good, thank you. I forgive everybody and everything's good to go. But it is true. Like As we enter into this new year, like what what energy do you want to bring like do you really want to bring that that stuff that happened last year with you mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that it has to poof be gone as of today but does the healing process begin today yeah does the forgiveness start today um i think that today actually would be a great time for you to start when right. you start thinking about things you want to bring into this year and that doesn't mean that you know whatever happened to you or whatever you're dealing with is okay but i think you have to realize that by holding on to that, you're holding yourself back. And that's sure. not fair to you. You deserve a fresh start and you deserve a new beginning. And in order to have that, you have to allow yourself to let things go for you. Yeah. I, I think we, we waste too much of our lives worrying about things that we cannot change. Mm-hmm. I think we need to put our energy towards the things that are life-giving and bring us peace and joy. Yeah. Oh, I, re- I want to say this is going to be a really good year, but the last time I said that was literally the first day of January 2020. So I'm going to oh. refrain from that. <laughs> but I'm going to put a lot of positive energy in saying, uh, my intentions are this for it to be a very, very good year. Uh, so that's it. We call this Mom's Money Motivation. If you need a little bit more motivation, you can go check out our podcast. It's called Certified Mama's Boy. It's over on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search Certified Mama's Boy. It is our first one of the new year, Mom. We have done it, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Love you. Love you forever. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 